0: You'll hear about complaining folk and a magical donkey that spoke. You'll wonder why Moshe hit that stone and why the spies could not atone. Some of our best stories by far were written in Sefer Bamibar. It's Bamibar now get it right! This week's Parsha is Balak. At this point in the story, B'nai Israel is flying high things are going very well for them. They've won a couple of battles against different nations. Most of the complainers have died off, and so the complaint department has essentially been closed, and everything is going smooth on their journey into Eretz Yisrael. Now, because everything is going so well for B'nai Yisrael, it begins to make some of their enemies a little bit nervous. Specifically, the king of Moab, King Balak, who this Parsha is named for. And the Parsha begins with these words, Vayar Balak ben Zippor et Koasher asher asa Yisrael la emori. And Balak, the son of Zippor, had seen all that Israel had done to one of the other nations, to the Amorites. And Balak was feeling nervous because he worried that Bnei Yisrael was also going to come by the people of Moab and destroy them. So he gathered together all of his ministers and he said, We have to do something about this B'nai Israel problem. And they said, Well, here's the problem, Mr. King, Sir, my liege. B'nai Israel has God on their side and God seems to be very powerful. And Balak says, Well, if they have a God on their side, then we're not going to defeat them with our army we're going to defeat them with a curse bring me the greatest curser in all the land and the servants say to him well the person who's best at doing curses in all the land is a sorcerer by the name of bilam and balak says then send word to bilam that i need his help cursing beneath israel and so all the servants run out and find bilam in midian and they say to him bilam king balak requests your help in cursing the people of beneath israel and bilam says well <laughs> just so everybody knows their god is very powerful and they say yes but the king will give you anything you want and bilam says Anything I want? Okay, let me sleep on it. Let me get back to you in the morning. And he goes to bed that night, and God appears to Bilam in a dream. And God says, Bilam, you know that you're thinking about cursing B'N'ai Israel, but you also know how powerful I am, so I wouldn't do it if I were you. And Bilam says, Okay, God, I won't. And Bilam then goes to the servants of King Balak and says to them, I've thought about it, and I have decided that I am not going to curse Bnei Yisrael. The risks are far too big. And the servants go back to King Balak, and King Balak says, He dare refuse me? Tell him he can have all of the money that we have as long as he curses Bnei Yisrael. And the servants go back to Bilam, and they tell him that he can have all the money that he could possibly imagine. And he says, All right, I'll try, but I don't know if it's going to work. And so Bilam gets all of his stuff together. He mounts up his donkey, puts all of his stuff on his donkey, and he's going to ride his donkey to find the Israelites and give them a terrible curse. And as he's riding appears before him and the donkey, an angel with a sword. Now, the angel doesn't say anything, but both Bilam and the donkey see that angel. And the donkey freezes out of fear of an angel with a sword, and the donkey refuses to move. So Bilam says, Yeah, yeah, donkey, go! But the donkey doesn't go, and he keeps kicking the donkey. Yeah, yeah! and the donkey doesn't go so he gets off the donkey and he starts to pull its rope and says come on donkey and the donkey sits on Bilam's foot and then Bilam can't even move donkey and he starts to try to hit the donkey to get it off of him and he says come on donkey come on and it just won't move and it won't budge and it's on Bilam's leg and he start keeps hitting him over and over again get off me get off And the donkey turns to Bilam and says, don't you see that angel? And Bilam says, a talking donkey? And the donkey says, yes, I'm a talking donkey. And this is what talking donkeys sound like, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And I am not going to be a part of your cursing B'nai Yisrael, so you have to go on without me. And Bilaam says, oh, fine, then I shall do this without you, donkey. And he begins to walk past, and the angel says to him, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And Bilaam says, yes, but the money is so good, I must do it. And he keeps on going, and he gets to the top of a mountainside that overlooks Bene Israel, and waiting for him there is none other than King Balak. And King Balak says to Bilaam, i'm glad you finally decided to come yes king balak but i'd like that money in advance now because i am not sure that this god of the israelites is going to allow me to do the curses that you believe i should now king balak gives him half the money in advance and says now curse them and bilam says okay I will give them the greatest curse that I can think of, but I hope this works. <clears throat> and Bilam opens his mouth to begin his curse. Here is my curse, Matovu. <clears throat> oh, the, I'm sorry, that was very weird. Ho, hold on, one second. <clears throat> that wasn't the curse, obviously. <clears throat> Oh, ha, le- ha- <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, sorry. I, I, I'm trying to do the curse, but every time that I open my mouth, it- Hold on. The curse goes like this. Oh, ha lecha <clears> Mishkenot <throat> mishken Oh, okay. I'm trying to give a curse, King Balak, but God is not allowing me. Hold on, hold on one second. Matovu. <clears throat> every time that I open my mouth to deliver a curse, it is a great blessing. And that is where that blessing, that tefillah that we say every morning, Matovu o halecha yaakov Yisrael, how great... Are your tents, the people of Yaakov, the children of Israel? That tefillah comes from Bilaam's attempt to curse B'nai Israel. But God stops him by putting blessings inside of his mouth. And Bilaam says to Balak, I give up. God tried to stop me. The donkey tried to stop me. The angel tried to stop me. And then I finally get here and I'm about to give him the curse. And then God stops me. I'm just, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Now word travels around that God is really truly with Bnei Israel and will never allow them to fail. They don't fail in any of their battles with the other nations and they don't even fail in their battles with the other sorcerers around them like Bilam. And so Bnei Israel begin to get very happy. They're very comfortable. They're really enjoying their themselves. And as sometimes happens when things are going very well, they become a little too comfortable and they begin to take God for granted. Unlike their ancestors who lived for a long time as slaves, these people know that God is very strong and very powerful and that God is with them. But sometimes when they know something so well, they don't even think about it that much and so they begin to just go on their lives not praying to god not worshiping god not doing all the things that they're meant to do and in fact they begin to hear about how other nations worship multiple gods and they begin to become a little bit interested in that now obviously this might be even worse than a complaint department so moshe and eleazar who has become the new kohen gadol since his father aaron died Moshe and Elazar get together and they say these people uh, well complaint department was one thing but now b'nai israel is thinking about worshiping idols and what praying to more than one god that is that's also bad and Elazar says yes we need to do something about this and then a voice stands up and said i will do something about this And we're going to find out who that was and what they're going to do in next week's podcast. Parsha. Shabbat Shalom.